With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Hey, have you heard the Virginia Lottery has a new Willy Wonka Golden Ticket Scratcher that has a top prize of $100,000? Tell that to my automated Golden Ticket Scratcher apparatus. You simply put the ticket in here, and the machine scratches it for you. And while we wait, we can play the Willy Wonka Golden Ticket online game with a top prize of $1 million. Just visit valottery.com or use the lottery app. That's one impressive scratcher apparatus. Use it whenever. What's mine is yours. But hands off the scratcher. That Willy Wonka Golden Ticket is all mine. The month of October, the earth opens its pussy lips to invite and to secrete the moisture that is ghosts and paranormal. Are you ready? Mmm, can you smell it? Does it stink of the rotten beyond? Does it stink of the rotten beyond? Oh! (laughs) Yes, light a candle. And smell my farts, because this is the brighter side of Spooky Town. Yes, welcome to the farts, Spooky Farts. (laughs) (laughs) Spooky Farts, coming to you live from the brighter side of the studio. (laughs) It is silent but deadly. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. <laughs> hey everyone, how you doing? This is the brighter side, and it's October, and we're part of the last podcast network. So you know what that means? We gotta do some spooky shit. Ooh. We are required by law. Witches, ghosts, psychics, and beyond. Ooh, yes. What is your favorite spooky thing other than ghosts? You can't say ghosts. A favorite spooky thing? Yeah, like I said, werewolves, vampires, you know, uh, uh, demons. I like aliens. Aliens are spooky. Aliens are very spooky mm-hmm. because, you know, we're like ants to them. They could come and crush us. I like that. I like that. I've always been a werewolf fan. But I, I like, I don't know what about them. I, I always thought a werewolf, like, that was aware that it was a werewolf. Like a self-aware werewolf. A what wolf? <laughs> That's a self-aware wolf. <laughs> self-aware wolf. Arr, am I too loud? <laughs> Oh, man. No, I have a big werewolf fan, and I love uh, chupacabras. Mm. I think chupacabra's fun. Uh, the little sneaky little demon. You know what? The, the New Jersey devil mm-hmm. is uh, is basically the chupacabra if he was Italian. Oh, yeah, just a bunch of Italian hoagies. <laughs> He's all fat and pissed off. Hey, what you do over here? <laughs> you, you come and you eat all my mama's pizza, you some bitch. I'm a Cooper. I'm, I'm the, uh, the New Jersey devil. <laughs> oh man well there's the brighter side and we got some jokes for you about spooky spooky ghosts oh. now I gotta say 
I'm not as proud of these jokes as I usually am, but we're going to give it a go anyway. That's okay. Can I go first? You go first, ladies first. I saw a psychic outside of Chipotle. What is she going to predict? I'll get diarrhea later? <laughs> oh, my God. When I used to work delivery at... Uh, 99 miles to Philly, and whenever the psychics used to get delivery like almost every day, and they used to make us bring it to the psychic shop, and they'd always try to get like free shit, and it was very annoying. And I used to always go back at them, and I always get so angry with them. And I remember uh, when my favorite thing to do is like whenever they go, Well, I want a soda. And I was like, Okay, which one do you want? She's like, Well, what do you have? I'm like, well, you're a psychic, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> Coca-Cola lady. That's what you get. All right, here's my, okay. Uh, everyone in Canada is so nice all the time that even the ghosts are like, boo. Sorry. That's, my first joke. That's, <laughs> That's good. You know, I, I just wrote another one on the fly, but I forgot it. So keep going. I'll right. try to remember. Okay. Uh, if, if I was a ghost, I'd want to haunt DJ Khaled's house just so I could annoy him uh, by saying things like, Boobies. You're so fat that you have boobies. He does have boobies. <laughs> and he doesn't want to eat his wife out. That's a bad lesbian right there. Khaled! DJ Khaled! That's every time he's about to eat out his wife, he stops for a second. He just goes, Khaled! <laughs> 2020 in the house! Yeah, he's a DJ, right? DJs make a surprising amount of money, but for some reason I feel like they don't keep that money or do well with it. Like, do you know DJs that have a 401k? I mean, there are D DJs make a shit ton of money. I know yeah. that much. But I, I don't like DJ Khaled. No. Also, if you got to tell me your name 12 times a song, then you're not good. Because I should remember you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, my next joke, my my last my last thing is more like a question to you, mm -hmm. um, with a with a funny response, okay. with a funny little thing. So, and I do want to know your answer to this question. All also. right. Uh, where do you think the most haunted place in the world would be? And you can't say Ann Coulter's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God! There's ghosts in there. There's like, get me out of here. <laughs> She's horrible. <laughs> I met her once. She was actually very nice. Yeah, she loves comedy. Yeah, she would come to the stand all the time. Yeah, she would. She legitimately would just hang out at comedy clubs all the time until like she turned demon. You know, she was around the comedy scene a yeah. lot and a lot and, and fun, and then turned into a demon. Something and had always had nice jewelry. Mm -hmm. I could see me being her, not her politically views, but her like as I get older maybe. Yeah. Lots of jewelry and like furs. I want to be a fur coat woman. Oh, you I mean, you'd be great in a fur coat. Thank you. She used to date uh, Jimmy Walker. Dynamite. Oh, guy. really? Yeah, they they dated for a while. I think they're even engaged. My favorite Ann Coulter stat. She's been engaged 7 times and never married. Oh, I feel bad though. I mean, I never like making fun of a woman's like I know, marital that's status. That's crazy though. Yeah. Like, who gets engaged seven times and never gets married? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't even been engaged once, but I was with somebody for eight years. I should have been asking, like, where's the ring? Yes. I should have asked that question, where's the ring? At least once. Yeah. But, you know, then maybe you would have gotten one and your whole bullshit would have been fucked because you had one. Oh, yeah. I would have definitely had a kid by now. Can you imagine if I had a kid during COVID? 
Oh, man. It's got to be tough. There's a lot of people out there uh, who have reached out to us and have kids during COVID, and it is hard. It is hard for them, and I applaud you for trying to keep that kid sane. Their sanity is more important than yours, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> My mom would always tell me that. She's like, once you have a kid, your life is over. Yeah. Maybe that's uh, wrong. Yeah, for, especially for your mother to tell you. Yeah. 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 My mom was the, just the opposite. She loved me and was very happy and all the time. She wanted a million kids. Oh, really? My mom wanted six kids, but I, you know, ruined her. Oh. So she couldn't have any more. By the way, go check out How America Killed My Mother. Uh, we'll be, uh, I, I lo- it's going well. I'm sell- It's selling. I'm getting a lot of great responses uh, on it. It's been, it's been crazy. Some actually, some, forget great responses. I've gotten some of the most tragic responses in the world yeah the stuff you've read to me i'm just like oh my god yeah. like immediately no it's a, it's not a unique story and that's why it needs to be told so go check out uh how and watch the movie if you got time uh but uh joining us next is uh one of the stars from that movie my mother's sister the wonderful aunt patty all right let's call her and see if she picks up Hi, it's me. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Patty! I'm sitting, I'm sitting here holding the phone waiting for it to ring. And it didn't even ring the first two times you called. Oh, that's so... Yeah, no, it went straight to voicemail. So it, it, there must have been a small hit right. on a learning curve. It's the world of Brighter Side. This is my beloved Aunt Patty. Aunt Patty, say hi to the people. Hi, everyone. How are you? <laughs> well, and uh, joining us uh, today is my co-host Amber Nelson. Hi. I don't, I don't know if you met my aunt Patty ever. I don't know. I don't think I have. I don't think so. No, I don't think you two have met. Well, Amber's been my co-host for many years on the on the brighter side, and I'm glad you guys finally got to. Well, was she was she here? Uh, you know, when when your mom passed. I don't think you made it to the funeral, did you? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. I should have. Oh, no. all right. It's, it's you know, what are you gonna do? It was a it was a it was uh-huh. a hell of a shindig. We threw it in Aunt Patty's backyard. Oh, did people get drunk? Oh, you betcha. <laughs> I, had, I had we I hosted the whole thing. It was a, it was a lot of fun. Everyone, a lot of people got up and spoke, and it was as as far as funerals go. I would say relatively fun. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It can, Kathy would have loved it. Your mom would have loved it. It was exactly yeah. her style. It was exactly her style. Yes, absolutely. When my dad died, somebody showed up in a white suit, an older man, and he hit on me. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's awful. That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> well, I'm glad you don't know him anymore. But we're here. It's Halloween time. It's spooky season, Ooh. and we wanted yeah. and we wanted to talk about ghosts on the show today. And so, oh, do I know about ghosts? I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. Uh, so I wanted to hear. We have some uh, our our family, uh, the Gorski uh-huh. side, my mom's side. My aunt Patty is my mother's sister, and uh, we have a lot of different. Uh, we have a lot of different ghost stories. Uh, that we that uh, in the family, and uh, I wanted to have Aunt Patty talk about it because she, you actually did some investigation <gasps> on this stuff. Oh, like a paranormal investigator? Yes. Uh, if uh, it, it, correct me when I'm wrong, Aunt Patty, because I was a child, sure. so my facts are going to be a little off. So you'll 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 know better than me. Uh, so we growing up uh, every summer, I used to go stay with Aunt Patty in Linden, New Jersey. And mm-hmm. that house 
had some spooky stuff going on. Whoa. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and it really did. A lot. Like the intercoms, you would hear, they had this, you know, the intercom. Where this you, is my, I'm supposed to be telling all this, Eddie. All right, you tell it, you tell it, you tell it. <laughs> You tell No, I'm only I'm only teasing. You go right ahead. But actually it started on Butler Street. That's right. Where I grew up, where my mother lived and she grew up. And uh I moved out and when I got married, we bought a house in Linden, New Jersey, and it almost seemed to follow me there. Interesting. And at the end, I'll tell you something really, really strange. Everything I'm going to tell you is is the truth. Sounds like a ghost Everything got a crush I'm on you. Everything I'm going to tell you absolutely <laughs> happened. I love it. So we moved in. We moved into this house. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was ready to move in condition. Uh, my two daughters were young. My youngest was Christy was uh, didn't even turn a year old. Stacy was almost four. And, uh, you know, we're getting the house together. Finally, all the furniture came, got everybody settled in whatever room they they were going to stay. But the people we bought the house from, the husband was an electrical contractor. And back in 1978, it was pretty, like, great if you had an intercom system that went to every room of the house, which we had. Yeah. The The main system was in the master bedroom. Mm-hmm. Then both the girls had one in each of their rooms. So if they cried at night, I thought it was great. I was going to hear them. Yeah. Well, what we heard was an example of something breathing. It was. I looked at my husband. He looked at me. I said, what the heck is it? That's not the kids. We went upstairs. They're sound asleep, no snoring, no anything. And throughout our 26 years of living in that house, because we then started to actually enjoy the ghost so much, we even gave him a name. We used to call him Vito. (laughs) Vito? Is he single? (laughs) Is Vito single? (laughs) Well... He wasn't, <laughs> and I'll tell you that part in a little while. But the kids weren't even home one day. I'm in the house, and I hear the breathing through the intercom. Yeah. And went upstairs, look, nobody's home, nobody's in the house. The dog was there, but a dog doesn't breathe like that, nor would he have been able to reach the intercom. Get close to, what? Reach the intercom. No, never. Yeah, no. That was, yeah, never would have been able to. So, all right, that was one thing that happened. Every once in a while, the, the up in the second floor were three bedrooms and a loft. There were, the girls had their own phone upstairs. The phone would ring. There was nobody on the other end. Yeah. The middle bedroom, you'd go in there and you would just know you wanted to turn around and look what was behind you, but you were like, I was like, Afraid. That's where I always stayed that. when I when I came yeah. when I came to visit. You guys stuck me in the middle yeah. bedroom, and I yeah. I remember yeah. I just always felt uneasy. Uh, sometimes I wouldn't be able to get out of bed and stuff like that. It was really just odd. But like my memories are also very clouded of it. But I remember just being scared of that room and usually just sleeping in Christie's bed. Oh yes. Oh yeah. 
So, uh, and then every once in a while, Stacy's room, that was my oldest daughter, she, uh, the music box, she had a music box collection. A music box randomly would start playing. Oh, forget and, about it. You know, she was, you know, she was like five years old, so they still have a big imagination. And she would talk about, not about a man in the house, but about a little girl and a little boy. Yes. And uh, that they would come into the room. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, okay, sure. Now, Christy would talk about the little man that came into the room, that he wore a, a hat. And it was, she described the hat like my father would have worn in the 30s or 40s. A black top coat, and he was very, very short. And she would say, because her room was a disaster in the morning, but she was sleeping. She was in a crib. Yeah. There was no way she was going to get out. That the ghost, the man in the black hat, he's the one who messed her toy box up. Jeez. And she would wake up crying and Stacy would go and get her out of the crib and bring her in her bedroom so the two of them were asleep in the meantime my husband and I are saying oh this is just their vivid imagination of course well yeah sure what else would you think you know so uh, they went to school one day hopefully every day but this particular day <laughs> my husband and I <laughs> my husband and I were sitting in the living room everything was it was in the fall probably around this time of the year everything in the house all the windows doors downstairs were closed so we're watching something on TV and he my Lou and I heard a door slam we looked at each other and I said you heard that right he says yes so because we were there were two of us naturally we went and investigated otherwise if it was me by myself I would have went out the front door and went shopping yeah. oh yeah <laughs> or get a gun and shoot at the ghost <laughs> I was you know we were basically new in the house I was nervous of course. So we went upstairs. Every window was closed. Every door was open. Mm. No door slammed shut upstairs. And there was no cross breeze that could have closed a door. Wow. Well, at least the ghost understands electricity costs. I mean, close those windows. You know what I mean? The air gets out, you got to pay more money. No, Siri. I mean, if you were there, you would be, and you would be nervous because all of these strange stories that you hear, and I heard a lot of them even from the other half, my mother's house. I mean, you start saying, "Oh my God, they're that they're, they're true." Is is something going to come after me in the house? But we learned to coexist with Vito. Now, so he would play. Yeah, we did, right, Ed? Absolutely. I mean, it was just, yeah. it, you. I mean, don't mess with, if there is a ghost in your house or you think there is, I think the best advice would be uh, don't mess with it. Yeah, get along. No. <laughs> you get no. along. You want to you wanna stay, Vito? Stay for as long as you want. I don't care. <laughs> and so, it's always, you after- know, and we, we seriously did live there for 26 years. 
we decided to put our house on the market. We were going to move out of the area. And last minute, we changed our mind. We ended up staying another, I think, two or three years. We put our house on the market, and we sold it this time. Yeah. My next-door neighbors, who I'm still friends with, said that when we moved out of the house that day, that night, she heard something in the house crying. Aww. Oh, my God. It missed you. What? That, you know who that was? And that was Tina. Yeah. Oh, Tina. They're so wonderful. Yeah, Tina. Yeah. Great, they live in, they, they're, they live in Greece. They moved back to uh, Greece. And we communicate each uh, with each other maybe once, twice a month. And sometimes she'll even bring up about the ghost in the house. Now you had because everybody had an experience with it. Wow. Everyone and you had someone come and investigate it, right? Yes, I did. I uh, she at the time you, I had had you find her a past what? How'd you find her? How did I find her, Kimmy? Oh, okay. You just, just my my uh, my best friend's daughter. Her parent. Well, my best friend passed away, and then her father passed. Away, then her husband passed away, mm. and her daughter was a senior in high school when all this happened. We were also neighbors. We were like two houses away from each other, and somebody gave her name of this uh, medium, and she asked me to go with her. And um, the experience we have had with her was it was like a whole nother story but what i did was is after ed's mom my sister kathy came to new jersey i'm skipping story. around but no, this, is right. the next. this is a crazy she, story she she came to new jersey when she stayed she stayed with us now remember we had three bedrooms upstairs a loft the carpeting was new mm-hmm. uh, the stairs were new there was a banister in the house and one night Kathy that middle was bedroom. going down right she stayed in the middle bedroom she was going down down the steps to go to the kitchen I guess and she fell she fell face forward down the steps <gasps> And when I heard her scream, I went by her, you know, naturally I went to her and she said to me, I didn't trip. She said, it felt like something pushed me. No, that's me. My mom swore forever that something pushed her down those stairs. Right. Do you think the ghost was attracted to your mother and wanted her to die in the house so we could have a partner? Ooh, I didn't think about it like that. I think it was more just (laughs) maybe he didn't want a woman in his bedroom or something like that. No. A gay ghost? No, not even that. When I had the psychic (laughs) to the house, she told me, no, she told me why. Why? Why he did that. Anyway, I started getting like very curious about all the other wait, things. Wait, you leaving us? Wait, Why do you why do you push Ed's mom down the stairs? <laughs> what a cliffhanger! What are you doing to us? <laughs> why did the psychic think she did it? He did it. Well, when she, I want to tell you how she, when I met okay. her, right, I had her it. come to the house. Yeah, she came to the house and she did a walk through the house and she showed us the path he walked every night oh wow that he would go from the basement upstairs through the living room through the dining room 
upstairs from the top floor, and he would go in Stacy's bedroom and look for something in the corner of her bedroom that he hid there. He was holding it for someone. And this one particular night, she said, he pushed your sister. I never told the psychic about Kathy falling. I never told the psychic the psychic about Vito. I ne- other than that, we thought we had a ghost in the house. Wow. <laughs> Never said she he about her being pushed or felt that she was pushed. He said, she said to me, he pushed your sister because she reminded him of his wife. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, <he did. laughs> and your mom, mom knew that. Ed. I mean, she's from the neighborhood. Mom knew that. Mom knew that because I told her what happened. Wow. And when she was walking the walk in the house, everybody was there, like Stacy, Christy, Uncle Louie. Everybody was there to hear the same story. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. uh, Oh, it was, yeah. So the topper for all this is, and I don't even know if I ever told you this, probably, but maybe you forgot. A couple of years after that, uh, Uncle Louie's uh, aunt died. Mm -hmm. She was married to his uh, uncle, his father's brother. And when we went to the wake, at the wake was uh, her sister. And I think she was with another relative. And they were sitting there. We never knew that who owned that house prior to us buying it from the people we bought it from were related to anybody in Louis, Uncle Louis's family. But evidently his aunt, who was his aunt through marriage, grew up in that house. What? Yeah. That's so and crazy. Wow. I, yeah. So Vito and might be like Uncle Louis's great uncle or something. So he might have absolutely uh, might no, have his uncle. It was his uncle Frankie. What? His wife Jean. And her sister grew up in that house. That's crazy. We never How knew you it. You never told we me about this. We never knew it. <laughs> they never. They were. Uh, I'm probably really as as you get older, you know, you want to go out Galilee, and you don't want to hear stories like this, or maybe you were too afraid to. <laughs> oh, I love this stuff. Wow, and how big is the so, town? Just so I can like, grapple. It's a big, you know, it's Linden, New Jersey. It's right next to Elizabeth, which is a major city. Uh, it's clo- it's mm-hmm. really close to Newark. I'd say probably, I mean, it's it's like houses on top of each other. It kind of remi- it looks like Ridgewood, Queens. Okay. That's what it looks like. It's house, driveway, house, driveway. Yeah. And all that property was a farmland. The farmer sub uh, divided it sold it to someone and they built all of these rows of houses there but it was attractive because the house was all renovated when we bought it It we didn't have to put a dime into it and also the taxes were very very cheap at that time that sounds great for a first time you know we were young we were 31 years old with two young kids we were both working so you know it was appealing as a First time home. I mean, low taxes, everything's set up. Can I buy a haunted house? I don't care. (laughs) I'll I'll buy a house with a ghost in it if it's cheap. But listen what happened at the funeral parlor. His aunt's sister said to, when I touched, she says, Oh, where do you live? I told her, she goes, Oh my God, that's where we grew up. 
I said, nobody ever said anything. You know, the aunts never said anything. And she said to me, do you still see the little girl a little boy? Oh, my God. Ah. They're probably farmer kids that died in a horrible accident. <laughs> Farming accidents is well, like a nice no, way to say I bad. Think, I just think that they that was their house. That's where they lived, and they didn't want to leave. Wow. So wow. I don't remember what Aunt Jean's sister's name was, but she said that there was always strange things happening in the house that where we had our dining room, which was off the kitchen, that's where they had their dining room at the, in the same spot. And she said one night they were all sitting around the table playing cards, I get you know, on a Friday, Saturday night to entertain themselves. And they heard a car pull into the driveway, mm-hmm. but no, nobody knocked at the door. So uh, Aunt Jean's sister went to the back door there were two men standing there. They were dressed, I guess, like you would say, in the Roaring Twenties with those hats and the fur collars. Oh, like a wow. hat. So she described she described everything, the, the top coat, everything. And she said that they came and they asked for somebody, but she didn't remember the name anymore. <sighs> and when she told them, no, they don't live there, and she didn't think they lived on the block, they left. They never heard a car pulling out of the driveway. Yeah, they just turned into bats and flew away. <laughs> Did <you> <laughs> was, <laughs> was it into mafia? A puff, into a puff of smoke. <laughs> yeah. Mafia was very prevalent around there. It might have been mafia. Like when you say fur coats and those little bowler hat things, I'm thinking like dudes with Tommy guns. Yeah, and he's trying to, and Vito's trying to hide something. I mean, it's a. Uh, Whoa, yeah, he's probably trying to hide money. Oh. Well, that's what also the psychic told us, that it was something of value, that he was holding it for someone, and that person was supposed to pick it up. So, you know, me, naturally, the next day, I'm telling my husband, rip the roof apart. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Take up the panels from the floor. Yeah. You know, maybe there's gold up there or something. (laughs) But when we did get a new roof, the only thing that was underneath there was a little tin box. And it was empty? And it was it was like something that you would that years ago that you would buy tea in. Oh, okay. You know, and men would keep like their uh little tools and stuff in it. But they were, we never found anything. Ah. It might have something uh, in that box. Or someone got it after he passed away. Yeah. And uh Or maybe he maybe he gave it to the person that was supposed to have it. Yeah. Let's hope that's what happened. Let's hope that's what happened. Now, I remember Mm -hmm. one thing that always stuck with me is because I remember all these stories growing up about the two kids and Vito and everything like that. And I remember after you moved away, you're living in, uh, you're living, you're living down the shore now and we're out to lunch and it's me, you, Stacy and Noel. Noel's five, maybe six years old at this point. Right. She's my little cousin who I can't wait to marry. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm officiating. You're gonna marry your cousin. I'm a, I'm, let me let me change my I, words. I like that story. Let me, let me <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I am the officiant. She's a wonderful lady. <laughs> She's marrying a wonderful man. I can't wait. I'm very excited. But I remember we're all out to Fridays, and no, uh-huh. and, and Noel lived at that house from like one to like three, right? Something like that, maybe four. Yeah, and she's five or six years old. We're out to lunch, and we're kind of talking about the house a little bit, and talking the ghost stories over lunch. 
and but like not using the exact you know words that you know because you don't want to frighten the child yeah and then out of nowhere noel goes i miss those kids at the house, the ones that oh, used to play with me at I the house. Oh, you know, I forgot that. Like, so like, I forgot that. <laughs> oh my God. Kids are always receptive, you know, because they're so young and open-minded that they just see all the ghosts. Yeah. No, that was that was what, what, what chilled me to the bone. Because, like, she, no way this child has any idea about our secret family ghost stories. And then just immediately, mm-hmm. I, miss, I miss those kids. I miss playing with those kids. Oh, my God. The kids with no eyes. You know, the kids with the no eyes. Danny really grew up here down the shore. Danny was born and we were still living in Linden. Mm -hmm. But before he was a year old, we moved out. Noelle was three and a half years old, so she would remember. Wow. It's so crazy. Mm -hmm. Well, Aunt Patty. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on our spooky episode of The Brighter Side. I love you so much. Uh, you were. Oh, I love you. Ed. You were wonderful in the movie. You were. You held it together. You were the glue, of uh, of uh, of the of our movie. And I really appreciate you. And I love you so much. And I will see you tomorrow night. Uh, I sure will see you tomorrow. And book me for next year. I'll talk about Butler Street. Perfect. Done. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice meeting you. you. Nice meeting everyone. Bye, Aunt Patty. Bye bye. You know, anything, she, Aunt Patty used to scare me because she knew I was scared of these ghosts. And so she had this one doll that I hated. It was called like Time Out Becky or something like that. I hate that doll. Time Out Becky. It was like called, like, it was like Time Out. What kind of Susie. fun game is that? Hall monitor fill? Like, it was a doll that is supposed to face the corner of the room. Mm-mm. And it had no face because it didn't need a face because it's supposed to face the corner of the room. And she had this doll for years. I'm like, I hate this doll. You got to get rid of this doll. <laughs> you know, like, you get you because it would always just be in the corner. You're like, why, why, why'd you buy this doll? I hate it. That's like the Amish. They, their dolls don't have faces on them because only God can create a face. Yeah. yeah. And so whenever I went to sleep, she would like leave the doll like against my door. So whenever I open my door in the middle of the night, inevitably to go get some cookies or something, the, the doll would like fall on me <laughs> or she'd tuck it into my bed or something like that. <laughs> That's and fun. Just torture me. That just, sounds fun. Well, Aunt Patty, I love you. You were amazing in How America Killed My Mother. And um, thank you for everything. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Um, let's, uh, let's continue the show. Yeah. You know what I used to do whenever my mom, she used to live like, she always lived in the backwoods. We've always lived in the backwoods. Mm-hmm. And um, I would take my friends there and I would like drive down the back way in the backwoods, like no one's around. Yeah. And I would like 
kind of like oh the car like kind of like take my foot off the, the gas oh be like yeah. oh no it's dying oh no my car died oh no and then like turn the lights out and be like the whole car shut down what are we gonna do stop it <laughs> stop doing it <laughs> and there's nothing I mean it's the spookiest road so do you have any do you believe in ghosts I do I believe that humans are made of energy and when we when the the matter is done, mm-hmm. uh, then the energy goes somewhere else. I have had ghost experiences. Like what? My Tell brother me what. lives in. He used to live in um, New Orleans, and like any ghost story, like even people who don't believe in ghosts, you're yeah. like, this happened in New Orleans. They're like, I believe it. You know, staunch atheists believe it. Oh, it's something is everything's different down there. Yeah, I do think that there are certain like vortexes in the world. You know, like how there's always one McDonald's in your hometown that like just people get shot in the head all the time. <laughs> it was Krispy Kreme in Tallahassee. See, that was that. Yeah, just that one spot <laughs> where all the crime happens. So New Orleans is a very spooky place. Lots of ghosts, lots of paranormal. So I'm staying in my brother's house, and uh, he has an, an attic, and this woman was murdered up there. Mm-hmm. And I hear like all my family stayed up there, and they're like they have all these stories. But I'm in there. I'm there for two weeks, and I walk in with this attitude that's like, "Hey there, I know you're real. I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna play good music. I'm gonna be out of your hair, and I'm just a visitor." And I get nothing happens, right? Yeah. And then one day, I'm like getting my purse, I'm packing it up uh, for the day, and I'm like the door was open, all the windows were closed, and I said, "Oh yeah, a woman was murdered in here," and the door slams shut in front of my face. Fuck. Yeah, and I was like, I'm sorry about that. I won't forget. I think she just wanted me to, like, don't ever forget, bitch, you know? Mm. Also, my boyfriend, we went out drinking the night before, and then he is, like, passed out in the bed, and I'm out for the day walking around. Yeah. I come back way later, and he was like, oh, thanks for coming and, like, staying by my bed today. And I was like, I didn't... What? I was like, I'm a bad girlfriend. I was just out. <laughs> I should have been like, yeah, baby, I stood by your bed. It was a ghost the whole time. But I was like, no, I, I was out. You know, I was like, out to get brunch. I met up with some friends. And he's like, no, a woman came and like sat by the bed and like making sure I was okay. And I was like, not me. <laughs> what me? <laughs> you cheating on me with a ghost? <laughs> I had a bunch of experiences when I was a kid, obviously with the Aunt Patty stuff in New Jersey, but in Florida, the uh, house that I lived in, I really truly believe was haunted or something was wrong. And here's my theory on ghosts. Uh, every culture believes in them. Yeah. No matter what your religion is, you believe in spirits, you believe in energy transferring, you believe in an afterlife or, you know, reincarnation. And so if it's the one consistent thing amongst most religions, maybe we should think about it a little bit. Maybe there's something to it. Yeah, if, if maybe there's something to it. Maybe, you know, maybe it's God related, maybe it's not, but like if ever if if, native, if indigenous people uh, believe in it. And Japanese people believe in and it. Japanese, and, and they've never met each and other. Roman Catholics believe in it. Yeah. Maybe there's something to it. Maybe that's it. I mean, one of the laws of physics is once energy is created, cannot be destroyed. Ooh, so where do we go? I love that. Yeah, that's like, I find that once we learn more and more and more about science, it kind of proves God or afterlife or, or other things. All right, so check this out. Here's my personal ghost stories. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you guys out there. Please send us your ghost stories. Mm -hmm. I love this stuff. Uh, But every time I've seen something, 
it's always been like a blue shadowy figure. Like oh. it's always been like it's always been you know a, you couldn't see like facial features or anything like that. But it's always been like a blue shadowy figure. Do you think it's blue, or do you think that's how you view the ghosts? Maybe, but I've talked to some other people who've told me their ghost stories, and I always, and I at first everything I always ask, I was like, was it blue? Oh. And and then I tell you, nine times out of ten, they're like, yeah, it, it was blue. It was now blue. I'm thinking about that. All right. Yeah, and then so I think there's something to that. All right, so here's the first time I had an experience with ghosts. Uh, I went to a Catholic school, St. Joan of Arc Catholic School in Boca Raton, Florida. You got molested by a ghost? Oh, God. I mean, at least then I'd have a better... That's a better story than this. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, God. Oh, I'm dead. Boo. So the school and the church was next to a graveyard, mm. which was very odd. Like, I'd be going... I'd be taking tests and there'd be a funeral, like, right outside my window. Oh, that's not distracting at all. <laughs> Like someone's crying. He was hit by a tractor. He was hit. All it was right, my class. entire grade school. Yeah, got it. Uh, heads up, just front of the classroom, guys. What's yeah. four plus four? It was always like because there was like two classes for every grade, like two A and two B, mm-hmm. and two A always had the playground view, and two B, oh, the B classes always had the graveyard view. Oh my god, <laughs> was one class worse, like bad or something? I just know that I didn't like whenever I got the B class, mm-hmm. and but anyway. Uh, so we're driving, we're leaving a Cub Scout meetup and we're driving down the road. We're driving through the graveyard. Uh, we're past it because the graveyard's on either side of the road and we're driving through and there's this man in the middle of the road and me and my mom are like, it's like, there's someone in the road. Watch out. And my dad's like, there's no one in the road. And then me and my mom are like, there's someone in the road. Watch out. And then my dad keeps driving. And he like, and we're like, we're like, stop, stop, stop. There's someone in the road. You're going to hit him. You're going to hit him. And he drives right through the person. What? And nothing fucking happens. And he's like, there's no one in the road. And your dad didn't see it. My dad didn't see it. And me and my mom are screaming like crazy because we see something in the road. And then we're like, and then we get out of the car. And then my dad, we make him pull over and like see if he hits somebody because me and my mom are swear up and down that he hit somebody with the car and there's no one there. And my dad's like, there's no one here. Nothing happened. And then he gets back in the car and then all the locks start going up and down real fast in the car. Fuck that shit. (laughs) Oh my God. That's probably how that person died. They got hit by a car. Most likely. All right. Fast forward 10 years. All right. I'm 16 years old. I'm driving with my buddy, Tim Dean. I think you might have met him. He used to be in Murder Fist. We yeah. grew up together. Uh, we're driving uh, down that exact road. We're driving. And then he's like, Ed, watch out. There's someone in front of you. And then I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? And when I drove right through, he's like, there's someone here. There's someone here. And then all the locks started going up and down on my car. Man. Same exact spot. Really? Same exact spot fucking spot my god florida's got ghosts too but they're just too drunk to see them (laughs) well that is one of the things that i've heard and i kind of stand by because i haven't had an experience in almost 20 years now i'd say probably over 20 years i haven't had any kind of paranormal experiences and a lot of people say that if you smoke a lot of weed it dims your ability to see ghosts. Oh my God, just walking through the mouth of hell <laughs> with a joint. And you just keep walking like, it's pretty cool, man. Don't see nothing, man. Hey, <laughs> Hendrix, rock and roll, play me a set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then at my house, I had a lot of experiences there as well. 
uh, growing up. And it was this is in Boca Raton, Florida, West Boca. I lived in a neighborhood called Sonata. And it was a brand new house. You know, usually if there's a ghost or something. It's an old house. It's an old house or something, but it's a brand new house. We built the house. Wow. We're the first people to live in it. Spoiled land, maybe. Found out later, other people in the neighborhood, they all got ghost problems. They all got ghost stories, too. And they're all new houses. It's a neighborhood of new houses. So you start getting friendly. You know, a couple years go by, and you're like, yeah. I'm like, you ever notice something weird? And everyone's like, yeah. Yeah, there is weird stuff going on here. We find out later... It was an old plantation. Oh, my God. And you're all white. So those ghosts are fucking pissed off. Furious. 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 And I remember the incidents that happened to me there where I remember one time my buddy Corey was sleeping over and we had two bedrooms at the end of a long hallway. One was my bedroom and the other one was the guest bedroom. And the guest bedroom had two twin beds in it. So whenever I had someone sleep over, we'd always go sleep in the guest bedroom, but we'd hang out and watch TV until our, and play Nintendo until our eyes bled in my room. And then we'd go over. And I remember one night, uh, me and Corey were going from, we were like, all right, let's go crash. You know, we're 15 years old, 14 years old. And we're going to walk from my bedroom to the next bedroom. And then we looked down the hallway and we had this like love, uh, this like lazy boy chair, like facing that way because the TV was kind of behind the hallway and we see a shadowy blue figure sitting in the chair. Playing Nintendo, beating your score. <laughs> no, but this is out in the living room. What, uh, what, is there a gamer ghosts, do you think, in the future? Oh, God. That's so... That'd be the most annoying thing. It's just like, uh, uh leave me a Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. They play games. World of Warcraft. Ugh. <laughs> Avengers sucked. So anyway, so we're yeah. going from bedroom to bedroom. And I remember just being like, hey, Dad. Like that. And there was no answer. And then uh, my friend Cora was like, Jerry, oh, we're going to go to sleep. And then there was no answer from the shadowy figure that we saw. Because it was dark. The whole house was dark. So we couldn't really make out anything. I was like, all right, Dad, well, we're just going to go to bed. And then it didn't move. It didn't look at us. It just sit, It just stood there. And I remember. So like your real father? Well, yeah, just like <laughs> so it. Obviously, it could have been him. No, <laughs> no but uh, but yeah, but no, my dad would have been watching TV. Why would someone just sit in a chair in the middle of the dark? And so, I mean, we just were like, okay, well, we're going to go over here. <laughs> and everything's going to be fine. We just remember just talking to it and oh just be like, leave us alone. And I used to get so freaked out at that house all the time. My shit would go missing for weeks on end. And then, like, it would be like my glasses would go missing and they'd be gone for a week. And then they'd just be, like, on my desk, you know? And just like, what's that all about? And I remember one time Sneaky. I was on the phone with my buddy and all of a sudden the front doors just started shaking the, to the house, just started shaking violently. And I was just like, why are the front doors shaking like this? And. And I was on my phone. I was like, you pranking me right now? You at the house? And he's like, and he's like, no, no. What are you talking about? And then I opened the doors and there's no one there. And I was like, hey, who's out here? Who's out here? There's no response. And I shut the doors. And then I look into the back of the house and the sliding glass doors that you can see through just started shaking like the other doors. Man. Yeah. Fuck it, that. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't like dark houses. I like night lights or like little bits of light where I can. My mom likes a dark house with clocks on the wall. Fuck yeah. that. I hate it. Oh. oh, yeah. Those kinds of clocks. Yeah. Ding. 
No. No. Light lights. I do, I do like a night light. I got a little moon lamp that I keep in my bathroom. Love them. It's nice. Yeah. So then when you have to go to the bathroom, you, you like you have like a little narrow thing of light, and you're also not gonna like. I'm a big fan of mood lighting. Like not everything has to be like big overhead light. Sometimes yeah. maybe a little moon lamp, a little night light, a little thing you can kind of plug in, and then just kind of keep it. You know, so you're not like shocked when you have to go pee. But knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Everything's okay now. I haven't seen a ghost in forever. And yeah. I don't ever want to see one again. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't know what I saw. I would love an explanation for what happened to me. Mm-hmm. I would love to think it's not a ghost, but I really think it is. Yeah. And so uh, When I, I visited that hotel in Jerome, I was like, ghosts, I am tired. Yeah. I'm so tired. Because I, I had a long, weary journey. And I wanted to stay there, and like I had kind of nowhere else to go. And I did my planning wrong. I was like, I'm just going to spend a week in Arizona yeah. and just feel it out. But I should have like more... There's not much going on. Yeah. Unless you're a lizard, it's not a great time. Not a great time <laughs> just to go explore. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to go see this fucking hotel. And it was really quaint. Like, I like an old-fashioned hotel, like like a bed and breakfast style that has like a bit of a charm to it and yeah. not just like a Hilton. Mm-hmm. Um, even though oh, it's way better. Way better. I like Airbnbs. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God. They should do... Haunted Airbnbs and call them scare BNBs. <laughs> I like that. Ooh, you're going to be charged extra. You're not getting your installment back. We're going to watch you masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> but I reasoned with a ghost. I said, Ghost, I'm really tired. Um, so if you don't haunt me, if you don't present yourself, I'm going to take a shower. I have a nice body. You get to watch me lather up. You get to watch me naked. But if you haunt me, I'm sleeping with my clothes on and you see nothing. And nothing happened, so maybe ghosts are real. Maybe ghosts are real. Maybe they're real. That's the way, because either way, you believe they're real. You know, it's it's one way you get a little confidence boost. There you go. I do like to imagine one ghost in the corner, like, okay. Now, you recently went to a medium, right? Yes, I did. And um, it was really funny. It was at this guy's house. And like looking back, why did I go to this strange man's house in a strange town? I didn't know. And like not tell anybody about it. It is a poor decision. (laughs) It is a poor decision. But, you know, it's never the victim's fault. That was a bad idea. (laughs) Um, But he was a psychic. This was in Sedona. And Sedona is is a very spiritual place. Mm -hmm. And when you go there, you can see why. You can see why indigenous people saw this as a very spiritual place. They would go and like pray and have certain ceremonies there and it's it's so not only beautiful but there's a feeling there of like majesty and uh so there's a lot of like you know when in rome i was like i want to go see a psychic and i also love sideshow parlor tricks yeah um if you're fooling me i'll give you the money i think it's great um so what oh yeah he has a dog named amber and he kept being like amber sit down Amber, get in here. Just go, I'm sorry. I'm oh. sorry. Yes, sir. <laughs> Amber, stop licking yourself. And I was like, all right. Okay. Guess I'll put my tongue away. Um, but he um, he prayed to Little Bear. And I wish I took a picture of this. It looked like a child drew an indigenous person with a crayon. Oh, my God. It looked so bombastically dumb that mm-hmm. somebody would do that. And he was like, I'm going to pray to this now. And then he went into a trance. Um, well, first he did a... Um, 
a ceremony with a drum all around my, and we both wore masks the whole time. Yeah. So we did a ceremony with a drum all around my body. So was he indigenous? No, he was white. Oh, okay. He's an old white man. Yeah, but he was one with the spirits. There you go. Something about older hippies. They're always mean. Yeah. I Mean hippies really piss me off. Because yeah. it's like, it's not on brand. It's against the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I guess as a hippie, you spent your youth... You know, being fighting all f- the man, fighting the man, being all free love and not getting money. Yeah. So then, when you get older, you kind of need money. You're just better. Yeah, you got to get money. You yeah. can be a hippie, but figure out. You know, be a. You know, Jerry Garcia got money. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> figure it out. Uh, so yeah, he beat a drum all around me, and I, and he was like, and he ended, and he was like, aha, ta-da, and I was like, oh, what, what? And he's like, people, they go into a trance when they feel that. And I was like, okay. And then he goes in and he gives me a reading with tarot and he goes into a trance and he's like, I'm going to contact Little Bear. And he slumps in a chair and this goes, and like shakes, shakes his head like he's How doing How much a, did this cost? $75. <laughs> he's shaking his head like he's doing a Jell-O pudding impression. Jell-O pudding! You know, he's like, Jell-O. And uh, so I have an envelope. He gave me all of the things. All right, so let's see. What is this? So this is all like the reading he did of me. I love when you bring in show and tell. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, here's his card. I oh, have it. God. Here we go. We all get a card. Hari, the medium. Oh. He is a medium. And uh, okay. I'm a two X. I'll do the tarot. Oh, but a weird thing he did is he did a burn reading. So he did a candle mm-hmm. and he put a flame of like a piece of paper over a flame and then did a reading on it. And he says, I see a poodle. You have a poodle watching over you. I'm staying with my brother who has two poodles and they both loved me. Wow. And they he they apparently don't like anybody. And these are like those giant poodles. Oh, those things are nasty. They're mean. Yeah. yeah, but they loved me. That's great. I know. And he's like, I see a poodle watching over you. This poodle really likes you, but it doesn't like other people. And I was like, whoa. So that was kind of cool. And then um, oh, a bunch of books to read. The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. That's one of them. Okay. Um, oh, here's what he looks like if you want to describe oh, him. Oh, let me see. Oh, he looks so sweet. He looks like ghosts are his only friend. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Hari. I did ask, ask also, if I Also, it's, you know, come on, Hari. We know it's Harry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think if if it's with an I, it's a Hari, and with a Y, it's a Harry. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he specializes in shaman drumming. There you go, and he's a Reiki master. Yeah, he did my Reiki. Oh. He did say that the spirits say that I'm very good at communicating. They said that I'm very strong at communicating, and he said he talked about the power of um, or what do you call it? Like you believe in something and then it happens, or if something bad happens, and that's manifestation. manifestation. Which I do believe to an extent, but also sometimes shit happens. Like if your house falls on you, maybe you had a shitty plumbing and not because you have a bad personality. Did you like this guy? Would you go back? Uh, No. Simply because... (laughs) (laughs) No, no. He would do these like weird things. Like I'd be like, oh, where's your restroom? And he'd be like, that's extra $75. And I was like, man, come on. for your restroom? These fucking jokes. I'm gonna fucking piss on your front yard. Yeah. (laughs) These jokes are weird. But then he did uh, for the like my um, my tarot, and I'll read it to you. Okay, cool. So, and like those of you who know tarot, let me know. Um, I forget. I think swords are more for thoughts, and cups are more for emotion. Okay, I, I believe think. you. I don't know shit about it. I don't know shit. All right, so myself, it represented by the Ace of Swords. 
My security is represented by the Six of Swords. My communication is the Queen of Cups. Home is the Nine of Cups. You're a bartender, so Queen of Cups, that kind of goes well. That does do well. Health, luck is Page of Wands, and my work is the Star. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Hollywood. There you go, Hollywood, baby. Yeah, I love this. I don't know. I kind of enjoyed it. Maybe I would go back. Probably not to him. Something else. Well, if you are in Sedona and you want to go see Hari, not Harry, uh, <laughs> the uh, the Reiki master medium clairvoyant, uh, you can go to SedonaHari.com and find out all the wonderful stuff that he has to offer you. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. So we're going to, let's, let's, let's take a listen uh, to a small clip from your, uh, your interview with Harry. All right. All right. So first, we're going to do a flame message. Okay. Little bear is going to move it over the candle. All right, I'm being impressed with a, a dog, a poodle, and um, and the tail is sticking up like um, it's focusing on something out here. What, what Spirit is trying to tell you here, the dog it, it, it is pure love, and it all it knows is love. And in fact, dog spelt backwards is God. Um, so it's a it's a loving creature, and uh, you do have. I, I see arms around you. Uh, in other words. Uh, you, you are loved and you have protection. And because uh, a, a dog also represents protection and, and uh, great friendship. What I'm gonna do now, all right, this is where I can't guarantee anything. Uh, I'm going to uh, try to bring in a loved one And so what I'm going to be doing 
I'm going to be presenting you with symbols that I'm seeing. And if it rings a bell, say so. Okay? Okay, right now I'm being shown um, a white picket fence. Um, kind of a, maybe a, a country uh, setting. And um, okay, I'm, I'm picking up food. I'm picking up, you know, uh, in the kitchen cooking and enjoying it. Um, okay, give me some more information. Um, I think this is on your mother's side because I'm being drawn to my left arm. The yin, yang is, is male. So this is dealing with the mother's side. It's a female. Is, is this, are we contacting here a grandmother? Um, Perhaps. An Amazon, um, like a Mary murder or, or something like that. Um, but are we in the ballpark here uh, dealing with I think I'm so, a yeah. yeah. We have my grandmother passed away. Okay. Um, I never had her food though, but she told me when I had a cooking all the time. Okay. All right. We'll go with that. Okay. okay. So we've made a connection. Okay. What is the What is the message? Okay. She's still um, going into the food, and it takes preparation. Um, you know to put together uh, a meal to, to cook it. it. It takes time, it takes uh, ingredients, and patience. So what, what she's trying to say here is that um, whatever you are going into to do, uh, a project, whatever, Get your ingredients. In other words, gather the information that you need to go in to conduct whatever business or project that you're working on. Make sure you have the knowledge and uh, availability of it to ask questions. So to put together a good presentation and that, it takes Patience, it takes time. You just can't rush into it to actually produce a good product, food. You know, so, uh, and as she's saying, put love into it. Uh, you know, love is the highest vibration that there is. So make sure, you know, when you're, you're doing this, put your love into it. Um, no matter what it is, 
keep the higher vibration because you know she was she was happy in the kitchen and so she's kind of passing that on to you that you should kind of do that in your daily life to look at it whether it be a challenge you know she's had to yeah she's showing me flipping through cookbooks you know to find out certain recipes oh how do you do that and 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 then she also made her own recipes so she's saying just go ahead and and incorporate that into what you're doing and she said much love to you okay thank you thank you okay so Huh? I run my own cooking show. Oh! And I communicate a lot. And it's less about the okay, cooking. Okay, stop right there. Because, okay, I'm not going to talk because I'm not done yet. Of course, sir. And uh, if any uh, reader allows you to talk, welcome. Yeah. Okay, so what I'm going to do now, um, I'm going to uh, call in uh, Black Crow. And. Um, so, um, not even with a mask, but, um, I got to go. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to go into trance, and if, excuse some people, oh, I'm taking it off so I can, I can breathe uh, and, and go into trance. Um, so, what some people have seen, my face changes to black rose overlay. And not everybody, I can never see this stuff. The only one time that I see an overlay was when my teacher brought in my dad. And my God, his face was right there, okay? So if you don't see anything, you don't see anything, but, um, you know, and I don't know about the lighting, but anyway, so he'll be coming in, and then when he gets off his soapbox, you can ask him any questions you want. Okay? Um, okay. Uh -oh. I am Black Pro, this one's Shaman and Protector. We are honored to have you here. We have been listening. We will add, emphasize. It is important for all of those in the physical to understand, as this one has stated, about universal law, natural law, because you are bound by it whether you know it or not. This one has saying like the IRS. You are bound by the IRS laws whether you know them or not. So it would help if you did. You do not have to study. You just have to understand because when things start to happen, you will understand as to why. 
this one mentioned law of attraction. What you put out in vibration will come back to you in like vibration. Those that do not understand will not understand what is happening. If one is constantly operating at a lower vibration through fear, hatred, greed, that lower vibration, they will attract that vibration to them. Whether it be in people or situations, as you raise your vibration, you will change and attract that like vibration. One person came to us, listened to this little speech, and went out and sent what you call emails to all the people that she had not wanted to do anything with. That is not what we were saying. It, it, it will happen just naturally that those that are around you at the lower vibration will disappear. Those situations that were lessons for you that you learned will not be repeated. The lower vibration situations will dissolve. The higher vibration transmutes the lower vibration. Work from love, which is the highest vibration. Enjoy the physical environment that you are in, no matter what is going on, knowing that certain people, certain situations really apply to you, a lesson that you need to learn. Not everything that happens is a, a learning lesson, but you would know because if it keeps repeating and getting worse at times, then that is a lesson that you need to learn. Once it is learned, it will not be repeated. Thank you, Hari, for giving me that reading and for not molesting and killing me. Yeah, and I do appreciate that you're the first Hari I've ever heard speak that wasn't holding a tambourine. He did have a drum, though. He did. He, he did, did have a drum. drum, though. Yeah. I always said if I, if, you know, the Hari Krishnas that always were in Union Square? Oh, man, those were, guys. They like, were bald, and they're just like, they're literally just the airplane Hari Krishnas are real. I, when I moved to New York and I saw them for the first time, I'm like, they're real? <laughs> I was like, I had no idea. Yeah, we saw them in the movie Airplane. We're yeah. like, this is crazy. No way this exists. And they're real, man. And they're always tall, skinny white men. Yeah, or it looks like a, a, a woman. And I always used to get so scared that I would see someone I know like with them. Like I feel like if I ever like saw an old friend, like if I ever went and I like noticed like you bald there, I would just like take your hand and not let you not leave with me. Yeah, just, just like leave her alone. <laughs> She's coming with me. Just pick me up. <laughs> oh my god. There's a Hare Krishna museum in Los Angeles, and they do. Th I used to, I would bring some dates there before COVID. R.I.P. Mm -hmm. To kind of like judge their temperament because it's weird. They're like these huge boxes and these yeah. 
um, 1970s-style uh, dioramas. How many times did you go to this museum? I've gone three times. That's crazy. I know, it's crazy. I've given them way too much money. <laughs> way too much money for this crazy cult. They must be so defeated that you haven't joined yet. <laughs> No one shows up. It's this completely silent little tiny museum and these dioramas come alive and they speak to you and it's like this crazy acid trip. And I don't believe in it, but I want to bring like someone there to yeah. be like, because if the guy's like, I don't like this and I don't get it, you know... I mean, you don't have to like it, but you know you gotta you know at least you know read a plaque or two. Something, and it's entertaining. We talk. We're like, oh, yeah. look at this crazy shit. You know, it's a good way to strike up conversation without having to think of shit off the top of your head. Absolutely, I went on acid once. Fuck yeah, rock and roll. It was crazy. There's this whole thing where you go sit down in this hall of mirrors, and then this curtain opens up, and then it's just like it's like big dragon with a thousand faces that breathes and like has all this like crystals everywhere I love a dragon with a thousand faces <laughs> a dragon with a hundred faces get out of here <laughs> I don't have time for your hundred face ass dragon thousand faces oh my god but they have a buffet right next door that's like prepared by Hare Krishna's and they don't wear the they don't wear the um... it's just air and dirt oh my god <laughs> Like, thank you, thank you. But they don't have the orange outfits. It's black. They mm. wear all black, and then they have a white, like white paint on their face. It's really weird. And uh, they kind of come and they pick up your plates and they ask if you want more tea. And um, it's just like a diner. <laughs> it's really weird. Well, we'll have to, you have to take me once uh, quarantine's over. I wonder how they're doing after quarantine. I wonder if their business went kaputs. I mean, I don't think they were. I don't think it matters to them if no one was going in the first place. It's probably just a write-off. They probably call it a church. Yeah. Let's hope they're fine. Okay. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening to their spooky episode of The Brighter Side. <laughs> and I love the spookiest part was the ending where we talked about the Hare Krishnas. Add <laughs> some uh, tambourines. And uh, <laughs> guys, we love you. Thank you so much for uh, checking out the show. Um, check us out on Twitter at Brighter Side LPN, at Amber Smelson, at EddieTunes underscore, at Last Podcast Network, Instagram, uh, the Brighter Side LPN, Amber Smelson, Eddie Tunes, Nando, please be nice, and Last Podcast Network. Thank you so much, Aunt Patty. I love you so much. You were wonderful on the show. Uh, I can't believe it took this long for me to have you on. You're you're a great human being, and I love our late night talks. Aunt Patty will, will brew a cup of coffee, a pot of coffee at 10 p.m., and we'll stay up till 2, 3 in the morning just talking about shit. It's oh, I love best. that. Night have, coffee. Yeah. yeah. She's got this great sign on her on her wall in, uh, in her kitchen that I, I live by, and it's called Stressed, spelled backwards, is desserts. So uh, a little food for thought for you guys. Uh, go check out Amber's new cooking show, Amber's cooking show every Wednesday, but more importantly... Oh, I'm sorry. It's going to be every Saturday because it came out on Saturday last and it did much better. Great. Sorry about that, guys. Saturdays. Saturday it is. A new thing to look forward to. And go check out Amber's Patreon, uh, patreon.com uh, slash Amber Smelson. Uh, also, you can have a drink with Amber on Friday evenings live on YouTube. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. I've been watching on my TV. I love having you on my television and sitting on my couch. It's it's very cathartic for me. I don't know. Thank it makes you. me so happy. Oh, I get a little too drunk, but that's good. Coming right in. <laughs> How America Killed My Mother uh, is available on Vimeo. Go to howamericakillmymother.com. Check it out. You can rent or buy it there. The sticker giveaway is happening. DM Amber, me, or the Brighter Side account. 
on any of any of the platforms and we will get you your sticker at some point in time uh if you want to send us anything uh you can uh amber hit us with the address okay so it is uh the brighter side care of lpn p.o box 470 north hollywood california 91603 great if you want to send us anything that's cool if you want to send me if you want to pay it forward and send some uh stamps or envelopes people have been doing that and it, it really helps the cost on this sticker giveaway so uh because stamps are expensive uh so let's uh if you want to do that that's cool if not i'm still giving them out for free because it makes me so damn happy yeah we love it uh this show is free on spotify uh of course you know that because that's how you're listening to it uh we're a part of the great last podcast network go check out the last podcast twitch channel every saturday night through october we're doing spooky stories it'll be tomorrow night if you're listening to it now i won't be on this episode but you will amber and uh check that out that's saturday nights uh 9 p.m eastern 6 p.m Pacific every Saturday in October. I'm going to be on the 24th and the 31st. Uh, thank you, Fernando, for all the hard work you do. And the Spotify playlist this week is a gift from my man Holden McNeely. And uh, the the and the song which he probably doesn't know, uh, but I, I love this song and I heard it and I'm like Holden needs this in his life. It's called "He Was a Big Freak" by Betty Davis. Man, I love Betty Davis. You will too, Amber. This she's like your new favorite artist. Really? Oh my god, she's the coolest uh 70s soul chick and she's just badass and she's like she's like 6 feet tall and she's terrifying and like you can see she looks like she could just whoop anyone's ass and uh she just sings about fucking and being sexy. And I love it. She's amazing. Betty Davis, go check her out. He was a big freak. This has been the brighter side. Be good to yourselves. We love you, baby. Peace. He was a big free. I used to beat him with a turquoise chain. Yeah. When I was his woman, I please him, I need him to the tail. When I was his mistress. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25.
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 